Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. When we have a story about someone breaking into a home, it's usually one of those steal-anything-anytime-and-anywhere stories. But this incident in Columbus, New York, well, it really wasn't like that at all. Police say a woman named Arika Hill woke in the middle of the night and was horrified to hear someone inside her home who didn't belong. Suspecting the intruder was going to be rummaging through the home looking for valuables, she got up and went down the hallway, and that's when she saw, at the other, end, the other end of the hallway, what was going on. The female intruder had indeed entered her house, but had gotten her two-year-old daughter out of bed and was giving her a bath. <laughs> that's, that's almost as scary as somebody breaking it's into prob- harm you. It's probably more scary because it involves your children. Yes, wow. Well, Cliff, I saw this this morning. It's yeah. kind of cute. Yeah. Playgrounds. Yes. For the elderly. Playgrounds for the elderly. Are popping up to boost okay. activity and decrease loneliness. They're all over the United States. <laughs> okay. And they're becoming really popular with orthopedic surgeons. Yeah. Broken bones and whatnot. Gotta, yeah. gotta, you fall off a swing. Put, put grandma and grandpa back together again. Broke, <laughs> broke a hip. <laughs> <laughs> Going down the slide. No. Welcome. Welcome, one and all, to the Morning Road Show. Yes. Or as some have started calling this program, Moments with the Living Impaired. <laughs> the Living Impaired? That's what they started calling it, Cliff. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't... I think I they don't... <laughs> I think they believe we're impaired a little bit. Well... I never <laughs> felt that way. Have you? I've never come to work impaired. <laughs> oh, I was thinking maybe oh. they thought mentally we were well, that might impaired well a little be. bit. I never even thought of I the mean, other... That... That's entirely possible, but I've never come to work impaired. Kind of a dream, I mean, though. It didn't It didn't stop me from drinking a couple of times while I was here. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> You've been impaired on the air, but That's not right. before you got here. That's right, and I nearly died eating a candy bar. Yes. Well, so. <laughs> probably the drinking had something to do with that. <laughs> With the E-6B is an aircraft classified by the U.S. Navy as being a doomsday plane. Military officials have touted the redesign of the E-6A Airborne Command Post as being able to survive a nuclear attack. The nickname for the plane is Mercury, after the god that flies close to the sun, and it's based on the Boeing 707. It looks a lot like what the Air Force uses to refuel aircraft. But the B version has special hardening and electronics to enable it to function as a communications platform in the event of a nuclear war. But let's see how tough that plane actually is. U.S. Navy officials say one of the planes performing a training maneuver at Naval Air Station Pax River in Maryland when it suffered an incident that was decidedly not nuclear in nature, but still caused a lot of damage and grounded the aircraft. The nuclear-safe airplane suffered more than $2 million in damage when it ingested a bird into one of the four engines on takeoff. It was the second serious incident involving the hardened plane this year, Back in February, another was damaged to nearly the same dollar amount when its wingtip hit a hangar while being towed at the airbase in Oklahoma. <laughs> so basically, if a foreign country wanted to defeat this plane, 
if they disguised a missile as a seagull, we're in yeah, trouble. We're in deep trouble. Oh, my. Yeah, deep trouble. What a busy weekend I had, Cliff. I'm mean, really? really busy. You know, I had a lot of stuff go on as well. Really? Yeah. Well, what did you have? Well, uh, Friday, we found ourselves uh, eating in a Mexican restaurant in Vincennes. And you know how um, whenever you they always kind of put the ambiance in with some Hispanic music. Oh yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. And and I, I it's it's something I actually enjoy hearing. I don't understand what they're singing by and large, but I like the uh, melody and it's always seems kind of happy. That's true. It does. Right. And then I, I'm guessing though that they are doing some uh, some like remakes of songs that we would be familiar with, but in kind of like a remix and, and and translation into spanish because i heard <laughs> it was unmistakable so they played the spanish version of achy breaky heart oh <laughs> no, they totally did <laughs> the same melody and everything you could tell clearly the it. melody was the was the deal yeah that was how you could tell and now everyone's going to sing that melody in their head now but there's so there's no need for us to play it to remind oh people. let's do that let's, no, let's play not it. no we don't need to do oh, that if we had the spanish version i'd like to hear that to be able to for others to hear the spanish version i'd like to hear it again you're not so, making this up no i'm totally not making it up we were at the la fiesta on sixth street and they played the spanish version of achy breaky heart <laughs> well i wish now i hadn't even asked you how yeah the just wait i'm just getting started i haven't told you about sunday yet <laughs> oh my <laughs> Well, before you upset my stomach with the Spanish version of Achy Breaky Heart <laughs> earlier this morning, Cliff, I was going to say yeah. that I hope this stormy Monday morning is yeah. not an omen of a stormy relationship because over the weekend, I, my yeah. friend, yeah. have fallen in love. In love? Yes. Okay. When I first saw her picture, mm-hmm. she had my heart. And Cliff, yes. I was lucky enough to be able to make a copy of that. Yeah. And I posted it here on the computer screen for you to see. Is, is, is that, that a, not beautiful? Is that what I think it is? Yeah, it's what it is. It's She's a, a beauty. It's a candle. Oh, it's not just a candle. It's a candle in a Mountain Dew can. Is it scented as though it were Mountain Dew? Well, of course it is. <laughs> I wouldn't fall in love with a fake candle of Mountain Dew. Okay. That thing there, supposedly, and I've read all of the reviews about it. Okay. I mean, I have spent way too much time on it. I can see how that would happen, yes. That everyone says it smells exactly like a Mountain Dew. So my house could smell at all times. Like a Mountain Dew. Is that not love at first sight, Cliff? I couldn't take my eyes off of it for a long time this weekend. Mm. It's beautiful. And and where can you purchase one of these? Seven one six Candle Company. Okay. Not that you know I've got that memorized. That's right. Or anything. Clearly, it was <laughs> yes. like, uh, believe it was. No, you had it right. That. And I bring this up, Cliff, yeah. because of our next artist, who yeah. is a, uh, well, in my opinion, a quitter. A quitter. Yes, a quitter. Okay. Chris Jansen. What did he do? Well, he quit drinking twelve. Mountain Dews a day that oh. he's done for years. Oh, okay. He said he just couldn't okay. get the taste anymore. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> he like gave his taste buds a chemical burn and now he can't taste them anymore? I, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Cliff, over the weekend, yes. I downloaded yeah. a Candy Club app on my phone. A Candy Club? Yes. What's a Candy Club? Well, when they have specials on candy, yeah. you get notified 
Oh. That this is oh, on sale. I didn't even know such a thing existed. Oh, yes. And they asked the most intrusive questions about you because they're yeah. wanting to get a profile of who you are yeah. and what you're all about. Okay. And they had a section on there, tell us your hobbies. Well, I struggled with it for a while, but I came up with this. Okay. My hobbies include watching sports on TV, vacuuming, and picking things off of myself. <laughs> Like threads and lint oh, and oh, stuff okay. like that. Oh, okay. Grass clippings. Yeah. Sometimes, Cliff, I've actually mowed my yard. Yeah. And when I got done, I have pulled grass clippings out of my front pocket. <laughs> it's like a magic act at my home whenever I disrobe. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's like, what? It's really more than I needed to know. But well, that, yeah. I probably so, should have went with the disrobing I noticed. Part. I noticed, though, that you just... Skimmed right over as fast as you could possibly go, watching sports on TV. I didn't skim over it. I <laughs> well, just, you mentioned I, it. I mentioned it, and, and I went you, on with that. And vacuuming. you went on with another thing. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, how's your baseball watching going this year? Well, it's been short and sweet here. <laughs> since since we throw hanging sliders to guys that can hit home runs. Yeah. You know, I, I enjoyed that game thoroughly. I bet you did. Yes. You Houston Astros <laughs> fan, you. That's exactly right. We police in Mattoon, Illinois, say when they asked this guy for his name, it was immediately apparent he was lying. 36-year-old Matthew Bushman reportedly wanted in Peoria County, and when pulled over last week, he thought he could deceive officers by giving them a false name during questioning, most likely to avoid going to jail. We don't know what name he told the cops, but we do know how fast they found out his real ID. Because dude had his name tattooed on his neck and it was in plain view at the time turtlenecks <laughs> that's what he needs <laughs> buy a yeah, supply right. of turtlenecks <laughs> read this morning cliff that harvard medical school yeah. came out with a study mm -hmm. that says excessive brain activity can lead to an early death excessive brain activity yes does that mean thinking too much that's exactly right can lead to early death. Can lead to an early death. They've studied okay. it for years, and they figured that out. And yeah. that kind of explains, Cliff, why yeah. there are a lot mm -hmm. of old DJs walking around. <laughs> I was going to say, at this rate, you're going to live forever. It's like a perk of the job. You know what I'm saying? The hours aren't very good, you know? Yeah. But you don't have much brain activity going right. on. Right. There's not a whole lot going on up there. So basically, your longevity is secure. Yes, I could... <laughs> So far, I've been immortal. Is that not true? That's so far, exactly right. Yes. Yeah. I've got a shot at 110. You're not going to let that die, are you, Cliff Ingram? You're not going to let that well, go to a peaceful rest. <laughs> you mean the Spanish version of Iggy Breaky Heart? Yes. No. You've been all over this song this morning, in the background, when other songs have been playing on I've the been, air. I've been, I found it on, on Spotify and playing it on my computer. And I found it where I can get a clip of it that we can actually play here on the program this morning. <laughs> and you're going to badger all of us until we play it, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. yes. All right. Well, can we play it after Boondocks here? Sure. All right. <laughs> this is going to be some good radio coming up. Oh, I absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. In case you missed it earlier this morning, Cliff went to a Mexican restaurant in yep. Vincennes. Over the weekend. And he heard this tune playing through their speaker system. Yep. And he can't get enough of it. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. 
there's a certain novelty to it. It's kind of like, you know, <laughs> watching a train wreck. It, there is some of that. If you wouldn't say it's a, I can't get enough of it. It's like, you know, you can't turn away. Because once you push play, there it goes. Yeah. And I do not think, Cliff, yeah. that the text messages we receive yeah. will be very complimentary. <laughs> oh, I guarantee they won't. But, you know... <laughs> You consider train wrecks to be disasters, and this might as well be one, too. Here it is. The Spanish version mm-hmm. of Achy Breaky Heart, <laughs> but not the whole thing. Oh, not the whole no, thing. No, thankfully. Woo! <laughs> 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 Oh, my. <laughs> Cliff, you know the scary part? What's that? Neither one of us has a clue of what no, they're actually not saying. A, not a single word. They could be saying all kinds of bad things. <laughs> wow. And some poor person that just tuned us in. Just yeah. flipped us on, think, Cliff. I think we've changed formats to, uh, you know, all Spanish. Yes, it's <laughs> Radiolas Espanolas here on the Morning Road Show. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> that beer from sam adams they came out with really what is it that really stout one it's like oh. 28 proof holy cow yes it's what's the, beer normally like five to six so it's like basically four or five times the alcohol of regular beer yeah they're telling you to drink it yeah. one ounce at a time and i'm telling you beer drinkers <laughs> don't do that that's not how beer is drank no <laughs> but i read that yeah. it has been banned in 15 states wow now, indiana kentucky yeah. Illinois. Yeah. It's okay. You can get they, it. They can sell it in Illinois. But one and of here. the one of the fifteen states yeah. is West Virginia. It's banned in West Virginia. And I'm thinking, <laughs> how bad is it that West Virginia goes, This is too much for us over here? Well, I mean I can kind of if it's I'm assuming it's like the Alcoholic Beverage Commission or something like that is yeah. Yes. I could kind of see what they're saying there. Really? Yeah, because they don't want West Virginians to get too drunk. Because in West Virginia, you'll marry your sister when you're sober. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Can you imagine what you'll do after you drink that stuff? Uh, no, and we're not going to say it either. Cliff, I've been yeah. asked on our text messaging service this yeah. morning. How is the Halloween bucket of wonder going <laughs> as you well know cliff we're working on the halloween bucket of wonder yes we have the orange bucket yeah we have uh, some ingredients we're going to put in there yep. ordered they should be here on friday okay i was hoping they'd get here a little earlier in the week so unfortunately it looks like our right. giveaway won't happen until monday one week from oh today. okay but the trouble i'm having cliff what's that is coming up with the correct ratio of candy to hmm. cigarettes. Well, candy cigarettes <laughs> in our bucket. Yes, that. candy cigarettes. Because it sounded like, you know, you were going to put a carton of smokes in our Halloween candy. No, giveaway. no, no. We've got candy <laughs> cigarettes. Candy cigarettes. And bubblegum cigars. Okay. Along with a little bit of extra candy on top of it. I think we got some child's play stuff we're going to throw in there. Okay. So that's what's happening with the uh, yeah. bucket of wonder. The way you're going to win it is we're going to play a song on Monday morning, yeah. bright and early, mm-hmm. and all you have to do is tell us the name of that song. 
Don't even care if you know the artist. Just the name of the song. Okay. And it's pretty simple, except for the uh, Halloween special effects package oh, we the, put well, in. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's simple until you have to hear it through The Haunting. Yes. Okay. Now, it cost us a lot of money for the special effects, and so we're required by management to use them. But that's going to happen Monday morning <laughs> here on the Morning Road Show. People are joining a pillow fight club in England. <laughs> a pillow fight club. Yes. They're going to okay. school you on the rules, learning the techniques of pillow fighting, and then you get to battle it out in the ring with opponents that you choose. Well, i got to ask the question. Yes. What's the first rule of Pillow Fight Club? Well, the first rule yeah. is you don't tell anyone the fight has started until you club them in the <laughs> face with your pillow. I have found, Cliff, if you do yeah. that, once well, you slam I mean, somebody you, in the face... You have found? <laughs> yes. That once you do that, yeah. you slam somebody in the face with yeah. a pillow, the yeah. fight starts then. Are you a regular... That's when it starts. Yes. Right. Yes. Are you a regular participant in pillow fights? I will get down with a pillow fight anytime <laughs> I can. Now, I want to I want to feel your pillow because I don't want you to have objects inside you want there. Like a lead... Yeah. Oh. You want to have an anvil in your pillow. Yeah, I don't want somebody to cheat on the pillow fighting. I want it to be a, you know, a nice plush feel yeah. when I get hit with it. But usually, I'm pretty quick with my hands. So... I can smack you a few times in the head before you really get a good shot at That's me. That's right. I could be pretty I mean, good at this. Where do you do this at? You and your pillow. Well, fighting. I don't think we need to go into the specifics. Well, I mean, I think people want to know. I don't think if you're an experienced, they might be interested in joining you. I'm not like a professional or nothing like that. <laughs> oh, complaints. Complaints have already come in by text message before uh, the take it to the bank even gets started this uh, morning. About Cliff. what? About the take it to the bank being about pink crayons. What do they got against pink crayons? I don't know. But I mean, there's... I complain about take it to the bank, but I'm fine with pink crayons. Well, evidently, some of our wonderful listeners think it is not you know. worthy of take it to the bank. <laughs> well, here we go. Okay. Crayola yeah. has crayons called carnation pink, yeah. piggy pink, okay. pink sherbet, mm -hmm. pink flamingo, mm -hmm. and tickle me pink. <laughs> But the one yeah. they don't have is the plain old regular just pink. I mean, they have red, and they have blue, but they don't have pink. That's right. They have Tickle Me Pink, but no pink. I'd like to know what Tickle Me Pink actually looks like. But anyway, all of that yeah, you, would. you can take <laughs> to the bank. Cliff, <laughs> listeners have been demanding it. Yes, yes they have. Um, I just wanted to tell you that um, I had an interesting encounter. You know, people always come up to us and they say things because they recognize who we are. But in this particular case, the person involved had no idea who I was. Because I was out walking the dog yesterday morning. And uh, a couple came up in an SUV and stopped. A little bit older than us. Appeared to be man and wife. Um, she was driving, he was sitting in the passenger seat, and they pulled up right next to me and the dog. And he rolled down the window, and he goes, Hey, how's it going? And I turned around, took and looked at him, and, and you know, it happens all the time. People looked at me and said, or he looked at me and said, uh, How's it going? And I said, Well, it's going fine. And then he was like, Oh, wait, you're not the person I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> Which happens. was fine. It yeah. happens. Everyone, I mean, that's kind of an embarrassing situation. 
but he recovered nicely. And I said, you know, it's going, it's going great. Having a nice walk. It's going to be a nice day. Uh, and looking forward to, you know, being out and about. And then he told me that he was also planning a nice day in the near future because it was soon to be his birthday. Well, that's kind of cool. And he was getting a present for his birthday. Then he told me what it was. He was getting Cialis for his birthday. <laughs> You're making this up. <laughs> no, I'm totally serious. This is actually 100% true. He says, I'm getting Cialis for my birthday. <laughs> and I couldn't really see his wife's face to see <laughs> if she was appreciative of the Cialis for his birthday or if she was looking to take a vacation by herself for his birthday. <laughs> the moral of this story is what? Be careful what you ask for <laughs> when you want Cliff to tell you what happened to him over the weekend. <laughs> Let this be a precautionary tale. Yeah. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day start with number three. It's like a magic act when I disrobe. <laughs> I think you're probably overestimating yourself. <laughs> Number two, you'll marry your sister when you're sober. <laughs> Boy, you really missed that. Check the podcast later, weedingcliff.com. But the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, excessive brain activity can lead to an early death. So stop thinking. <laughs> oh, you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> what was you talking about? Excessive brain activity. Yeah, yeah. Right. You don't have to tell me twice. Yeah. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.